I believe sometimes as women, as girls, we forget our self-worth. Whether it's boundaries put up around us that prevents us to remember that we are strong, powerful women, or boundaries we put in ourselves that makes us think that we are not strong, that we aren't really worthy. My goal is to change that. My goal is to have you know that you are worthy, that you are capable of making a difference and a change, that you are capable of succeeding and pushing yourself. My podcast, Girls Who Run the World, shares stories of strong, powerful women that are changing the world, that impact their community through their everyday lives. I am so excited to share this podcast with you all, hoping that it makes you realize that you are strong, you are worthy, and you are powerful. Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Adriana Caring. Adriana is the CEO of Little Words Project, a company that spreads kindness, positivity, and love one bracelet at a time. Adriana is changing the world. She's an inspiration to women to remind themselves that they are truly worthy and capable of all things. I hope you all enjoy this episode because it definitely is going to be one of the best. Thank you so much, Adriana, for joining us today and sharing your story. Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, I remember when you first, um, I'm super excited for today, I remember when you first asked me to be on the podcast, and I got the DM, and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe it was just like her assistant answering, and then it was definitely you, I knew it in the instant, and I was like jumping up and down in my bed, screaming to my sister, I'm like, you're never going to believe it, Adriana Caring is going to be on my podcast, Aww. like going around school bragging to everyone, so I'm super excited to have you here today. Oh my gosh, of course, I am so excited. I remember getting your DM, and I think I was a little late to answering too, I think it took a little while because I think it was only like 30 minutes though no yeah was, oh my god quick. that's the first time I've ever been that fast it was quick um I my assistant never answers any of my dms I'm the one I who answers that. all of them but it, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer because yeah. sometimes like they pile up sometimes so anyway when I saw it I was like oh this is so sweet because you know what you came with such a genuine message mm-hmm. such a genuine appeal and I really felt like you really practice what you're preaching here and I just love that you know so yeah. for me it's like I love when it feels like really really genuine and yeah I just yeah. I'm all about girl power and girl empowerment and you know speaking about that and talking about my journey because you know it's that's all that we're about here a little mm-hmm. words project so I'm happy to it. be here <laughs> <laughs> um so first just tell us a little bit about yourself and what little words project is sure um okay so I am 32 years old I'm a new mom I have a 10 uh, oh my gosh he's 11 months now <laughs> um 11 month old baby boy named Ford um I am married to my college sweetheart we've been married for almost five years this year um but together for oh my gosh almost 13 14 yeah it's been a long time um and uh I started my business when I was 23 years old I had just graduated college I went to the college of New Jersey um and I was a major in English literature and uh communications minor so nothing having to do with starting a business. Um, But I had grown up my entire life dealing with a lot of negativity Mm -hmm. from other girls. I was bullied pretty much my whole life. So from the age of kindergarten all the way through college, I can actually remember instances of negativity that I experienced. Um, And a lot of which happened primarily in in high school. And then again, Mm -hmm. like that similar kind of competitive cruelty that happens in college, um, which you don't know anything about yet. And hopefully you never experience it. But a lot of it is just like very female based you know right. sometimes girls and you might have seen some of this in your all girl school mm-hmm. which Definitely. gives me anxiety just thinking about um but uh, you know it's that competitive kind of cruelty that exists sometimes between yeah. women um and you know, so I started making a version of these bracelets for myself just to kind of get me mm-hmm. through difficult moments. And then when I graduated um, high school, went on to college, started making it for my college sorority sisters. Um, 
And that was, you know, probably my first example of when women are kind to one another and when they uplift one another and when they treat each other with love and compassion, um, you know, true sisterhood happens. Right. And that sisterhood can move mountains if you let it, right? If, mm -hmm. if we as women work together and are kind to one another, we're much more likely to achieve what we're setting out to do than if we were to tear each other down and compete in this cruel way that yeah. sometimes women do. Um, so once I graduated, I saw that the girls were still wearing their bracelets. They were still passing them on uh, along amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought to myself, you know what, this is probably a, an idea that I should be bringing to the masses, right? Like this is something that could make a difference to all women if we just, right. um, you know, put our energy out there in this positive way. So that's when I decided to make it for everyone, yeah. right? And um, I started it just as all good stories do, all good startups do out of my parents' basement. <laughs> um, I was beating every night and my dad would be helping me with shipping. He was like my original shipping department. Uh, my mom um, was uh, so integral in helping with the designing and the bracelet making and just in general, you know, my parents were so, so supportive. Um, especially since I was supposed to go to law school and then doubled down and was like, never mind, I'm going to just be <laughs> like, in your basement instead. <laughs> and they were so amazing about That's that. Great. And did not, you know, give me any trouble. Um, in fact, they just asked how they could help. And I think yeah. that ultimately is really why I'm here today yeah. because I had such a supportive um, group of not only my family, but also that same sorority. When I launched the website, they went out and posted it on their Facebooks, which was all mm -hmm. that really was there at the time. Um, and I got so much love and we were profitable in that first month of business um, and then yeah just to answer your question about what little words project is um, these bracelets are all about inspiring kindness and self-love amongst women so the idea is you pick a word that means something to you you wear that word for as long as you need it and then one day you pass it on to someone who needs it more so pay it forward concept um, and then the best part is that each one has a little code on the back of the mm -hmm. tag um, and that code is unique to that bracelet so when you do pass it along you can actually um, once you've registered that code on our website, you can actually track and see where the bracelet goes as it moves from girl yeah, to girl. Which is one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, it's, I love that you say that too because so many people are like, oh, I, I love my bracelet. I would never pass it on. Yeah. Um, but that's the best part, right? Because yeah. it's like that selfless moment that you give up something that meant so much to you for so long mm -hmm. and it makes that person's day. Right. Um, and you know, we actually did a survey recently that of all the people who have passed their bracelets on, 100% of them oh, really? would do it again yeah. and want to do it again because it makes you feel so That's good. That's great. That's yeah, great. Exactly. And so like going back to what you were saying, I think women and especially like going to an all girl school and just being like with social media right now, yeah. we're so easy to tear down mm -hmm. people so quickly, like instantly judging people. And um, there was this great quote that I that my teacher said in our class the other day. Um, it was don't speak up for attention, speak up with intention. Mm. So um, that was something that stuck by me and I was like the reason that why you know you're so uh, you know, devoted to really getting your message across to your, like, the, your the, your buyers and the people that are wearing your bracelets. And the reason that I'm here interviewing you is to really show that, you know, we can support one another and empower one another. Yeah. And, um, you know, really not have this negativity with one another and competitiveness. Like, mm -hmm. women are so competitive. And yeah. especially, like, going to all-girls school and going through this college process right now. Like, I've seen competitive of competitive. Yeah. And so I really like that, you know, your company is really out here. And, you know... Um, having the words on your bracelet. I want to go back to saying how passing it on. Um, so each of my bracelets that I wear have meaning to me. Um, but really, when I think of somebody like 
when I think of going to college and things, I know that I'm going to want to give this bracelet to somebody because they're yeah. going to need it more than I do when I go to college. And, you know, I think that that meaningful touch of it is like really like my favorite part. And I mm. register all my bracelets with the story of like why I have this bracelet, the wor- what the word means I to love me. That. And um, I think that's a really special part that you added to it. Thank it's more you. than just a bracelet. It really yeah. is like each bracelet has a story. Thank I love you. that. Yeah. And that's, that's really, I mean, when, so when I did this in college, I called them warm fuzzies. They were called warm fuzzies. And the idea was to pass them on, right? So sister to sister, if you mm-hmm. went through something difficult, you know, or if you were like had a test coming up, you know, yeah. you would just pass the bracelet along. But it's not until I graduated um, and I saw that people wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just not until I graduated that I was like, wait a minute, there needs to be this way that you can keep track of yeah. that paying forward and right. keep track of that, you know, act of kindness and how it helps people down the line. And once I had come up with that idea, that's when I thought to myself, this could actually be something that mm-hmm. is a real product and not just a yeah. hobby at the end of the day. And I love, I want to go back a second when you were yeah. saying how supportive your parents were because my sister and I have encountered parts of, you know, um, bullying or like cyberbullying mm. and our parents were very supportive and like it hurts a parent to see Ugh. their kids go through something yep. like this because no parent would ever want, I'm sure with your son, you can now really take on that oh, role and see yeah. that you would never want something like this to happen. And um, so I really like that your parents were supportive and I think, you know, that's the reason I'm here with my podcast. My parents, my mom and my dad and my sister have been very and a lot of my friends and teachers like the whole community is really like supportive of this idea just to empower women because Mm -hmm. we're all doing good here and I feel like that's really special yeah absolutely um I want to ask you when starting Little Words Project what was your strategy and what were your main goals to get your impact like impact out there so like to get the product out in the market (laughs) so you know I I like to share this story too because I feel like it's important for women and young girls especially to know that you don't always have to have the most well thought out strategy Mm -hmm. or well thought out plan before you start something. I am not a forward thinking like well thought out kind of person. (laughs) I'm a lot more like I feel like I have a vision and like I want to just see it come to life and I don't always know the pathway to get there but I just go and I think that's something that a lot of people could benefit from, you know, we hear all the time, especially going through school and just in life, you hear the importance of a business plan Mm -hmm. or like doing like a SWOT analysis of like all the possible things that could go wrong. And I just, I've, I never had a business plan. I never did any of that. I genuinely just thought to myself, okay, I have an idea. I think I can find a customer for Mm -hmm. this. And I think it, you know, it will do well. So I just kind of started one day um, my great. initial process was you know looking first into the name I was gonna name it warm fuzzies oh, I really? was like oh I'm just gonna keep this on <laughs> and then I looked up um, through the USPTO you can go online and literally look up any yeah. trademark that exists and saw that warm fuzzies was already taken and honestly thank goodness because I don't <laughs> think I would have survived this long with a name like warm fuzzies um, and it was actually my husband who is now my COO who was then my boyfriend was the one who said, what about just little words? And I loved that. Um, And I just added project because I really wanted it to feel like a movement. Yeah. And not just a product, not just a brand. Um, so that's kind of how we started. Just the naming process was straight up just looking up, I love you that. know, where it was. And then yeah. uh, got an Instagram account for it, got a website for it, um, started the ball on the any marketing stuff I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make a video. So I kind of just reached out to people in my network, friends, friends of friends, um, husbands of friends, boyfriends of friends. And they all helped me kind of put together. I, I say boyfriends of friends because I literally did use one of my boyfriend's <laughs> friends. But I didn't lean on too many all men to start this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but just the fact that I w- leaned on whomever yeah. I could to help get this 
project off the ground without having to spend an arm and a leg to do so right. because it can get obviously very pricey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was very much so a labor of love from that beginning stunt part and then all the way through we've just been bootstrapping it meaning like yeah. putting our own money back into it mm-hmm. and just continuing to build from the ground up mm-hmm. without any outside help yeah and I can imagine like starting a business can be insanely challenging mm-hmm. and like um were there any like specific moments where you really challenge like were challenged in certain situations and how to make like big decisions oh my gosh the whole time yeah, yeah the whole time from the from the naming of the product and having to think about like what is this thing going to be called yeah. to the process of getting the trademark accepted to it's all you know what it all feels it still feels like a challenge mm-hmm. to this very day I think the hardest part about owning a business is as you start growing you start having to hire people and yeah. hiring people and managing people is a lot harder than anyone could ever imagine mm-hmm. especially when like you were you know this is your first go at this like yeah. you've never done this before you didn't go to school for this it's all about how willing you are to learn along the way. So it's all a learning process. Yeah. So from the very beginning, I didn't know anything. I Googled, I YouTubed, I asked questions. Mm-hmm. I I networked as much as I could by just asking people and just trying to listen and learn. Um, so in so much as like I didn't know what I was doing, the whole thing has been a challenge. Yeah. Um, and we still have those challenges today. Like right before I walked in here, my head of product development came in and she's also manages like pretty much everything. Um, she came in and said that we have an event this weekend at the store and the bracelets that are for the event yeah. were delivered this morning, but <laughs> there was no one at the store to get it. So now it's back at FedEx and we have an event tomorrow. We have no idea how we're going to get these, this product there. So still to this day, like there's challenges that we have to navigate through and yeah. it's just, it's hard because, yeah. you know, there's only so many hours in a day to right. solve these problems. And I think that comes along with like everything that we, that you do probably. And then you're just like trying to learn through, you know, everything's just a first, everything's a first for you guys. And I think that's really, exactly. Um, where you're going to see like your authenticity come through. But I also want to ask you if when starting, because with a business, you're putting yourself out there. Everything you do is with intention. It's all you coming out there, right? Correct. So um, did you ever suffer from like imposter syndrome where you were like, this is not for me. Like I'm not this, like I'm not the right person for doing this. I'm not supposed to be doing this right now. Oh my God, girl, I suffer. <laughs> you being here and like being so sweet and like, coming with a gift and 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 a letter a handwritten note no. I'm like do I deserve this like, am yes, I deserving yes, you do. of this yes. but yeah so I oh my gosh it's like that you hit the nail on the head I would say every entrepreneur yeah. especially entrepreneurs that see that growth happen in their businesses yeah do struggle with imposter syndrome because we're just people who had an idea and you know yeah. had were crazy enough to try it yeah. and it doesn't necessarily mean that we are the people that you know you know deserve this kind of growth or success mm-hmm. it's just we just were lucky enough and and maybe insightful enough in that moment to yeah. just give it a go yeah. so yeah i struggle with that all the time um and you know i think the way i get through it is by having that support system that reminds me like yeah. mariah who you met and who i yeah. have a podcast with and is kind of a co-founder without being an actual co-founder. She basically is. Um, She reminds me all the time of like those days, you know, and I think, you know, those days from the beginning where we did, we did earn this place that we're at, right? Even though it feels like we're imposters because it just, it all feels so fast and none of us can, we can't really remember the pathway. We just know that like, I genuinely feel like I woke up like I woke up like this. <laughs> like literally, I feel like I woke up one day and I was yeah. here, and I can't remember how I got here unless I really sit and take the time That's to amazing. think about it. Yeah. It is, but it's also like it's a weird, a weird feeling. feeling. Yeah, I yeah. Because like 
I, but then like when I sit and think about it, I'm like, I do remember those days yeah. and it feels like yesterday. Like you remember those days you were in your parents' basement. Oh in yeah. All oh my gosh. And I love that. And I think that like for women, so like for myself being here, mm-hmm. um, like this is like the ultimate thing. Like I love, like I'm going to study communications as my major and then minor in marketing. Amazing. And you don't even um, need college. You're like incredible <laughs> right now. I can't even believe you just dropped the word, impo- the, t- uh, the term <laughs> imposter syndrome. Like what? I love it. But I, um, but this is like walking into your office and seeing your team, it's like all so surreal because this is like you've inspired women and girls. Like I told you before my class, like we just did a project on women in the workforce. And if I were to get the, if, if I was in the women in business group, you would have been on my poster. Yeah. But I was in women in politics. But uh. um, but I did give the presentation to the class. I was like, guys, you need to know who I'm interviewing this weekend. You're like, so <laughs> cute. But just like really being that role model for us. Yeah. And um, so I think you you are very deserving of this whole thing because your ideas come to life and you've really made an impact and mm. still are making impact so Thank you. i really want you to know that Thank you. Um, when you know, when you were starting little words practice, there, little words project, was there anything that you wish you would have known now, like when you were starting it that you know now? <sighs> um, you know, I think I wish I would have been a little bit more, maybe a little bit more intentional about what it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know because I go back and forth. I think that if I had done anything differently, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. So I really do feel very good about how we have mm-hmm. grown and how we've done things. And yeah, we could probably be bigger from further along if I had sought mm-hmm. like investment and gotten outside capital to help us grow quicker, right? Mm-hmm. We t- kind of did the, the bootstrap version where we didn't have any outside investment. Yeah. It was completely self-sustainable since the very beginning, but that leads to slowly growing because you're staying lean. You're not hiring a million and mm-hmm. one people that can go out and grow this thing you know, really, really large, really, really quickly, like some of the other, you know, kind of high growth mm-hmm. startup brands that we see out in the universe. All amazing, but th- most of them have been around for half the time I've been right. around. So a part of me sometimes thinks like maybe I could have done a little bit of fundraising just to try to help get us to the this point a little sooner. Mm-hmm. But I don't regret how long it's taken because it's enabled us to build a real good like honest to goodness community yeah. like women and young women like you even who find out about us like, how long have you known about this brand i want to say maybe a year okay right now. so you're only you're still brand new to us I'm, but I'm because now, yeah. of the foundation of, that we've built like you've come into what you feel is already yeah. a family yeah right I, I don't mean to put words in your mouth no but yeah i can only I imagine that that's how you feel and i think that's what so, so much time and energy being devoted into like one concept and one product and one brand and believing in it the whole way through through covid and through all the difficulties of these past two years Mm -hmm. has i think just continued to make our roots that much stronger and that much Mm -hmm. deeper um so i do feel okay about the length of time it's taken but sometimes i wish i had done you know maybe made a few more a few less mistakes along the way but you know it's just it is what yeah. it is um i also would say i'd probably tell myself to take a little more time for me yeah. and i think you know i didn't really do that in the beginning a lot of entrepreneurs feel like they can't because mm-hmm. it's either their business or bust um and so you know there's a definitely a there's definitely a balance that you need to yeah. strike um leaning more so you're, you're probably going to be working more than you are yeah. having time for yourself but just really prioritizing it even if it's just you know a couple of hours a week mm-hmm. just to like focus on you um a skincare routine even yeah. like some <laughs> sleeping at yeah. least six hours you know like just doing some of that i think would have been a little beneficial to like my overall well-being and health and mental state um but you know it's again i i can't say i regret any of it because 
it all led to this moment. Yeah. And it's something that fascinates me that I think about all the time is like the impact of a decision. Mm. And so like going to picking where I'm going to school and picking all the little things that I've done in my life has led me to like sitting, be sitting here in person with you. Yeah. Right. So when you think about going back, like, is like, I imagine, like, is there anything that you regret or like, do you think everything with like, this is the reason why I'm here and every mistake is yeah. why I've learned and growth and grow yeah. and like, that's why I'm here. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, one, this is so funny. You listen to our podcast, right? Yes. Do you know that the quote, my favorite quote is, and I, I say do. it every episode, and Mariah always hates, she's like, Adriana, stop no, saying I love this. It. And I'm about to say it on your podcast. I love so it. <laughs> but you cannot, it's by Steve Jobs. It's my favorite quote. You cannot connect the dots looking yeah. forward. You can yeah. only connect them looking backwards. So yeah. you have to keep going and trust that the dots will connect in the future. That is the principle that gets me through difficult mm-hmm. times. When I'm in a difficult, difficult moment, I think to myself, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to understand why I had to go through this. But it doesn't mean that once you're out of it and you're past this place of, you know, difficulty that you don't maybe regret the moment that got you there, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think like, for example, I do think that a part of why, you know, my husband and I struggled to conceive Mm -hmm. our child for it. We had to go through IVF um, at 30 years old. That feels like completely crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. why are we having to do that? So my opinions on like, why I think it happened, like, you know, the piece of, like, environmental toxins and all that aside, (laughs) I do think that there's something to be said about how much stress I put on myself, on my body, on my mental state, on my, you know, my anxiety shot through the roof. Mm. I started having to take anxiety medication while I was working. Like, it really just kind of all came from this place of, like, overworking myself. So, yeah, do I have a little bit of regret that I overworked myself and I had to go through such a difficult journey to conceive my child? Yes. Mm -hmm. However, if I didn't go through that journey and I didn't overworked myself and I didn't do all that, I wouldn't have had this baby. I wouldn't have had this child Ford. So for that reason, no, you know, and I've, I've gotten myself in trouble. I mean, I've, I've dealt with, I've said things I shouldn't have said. I've, I've encountered, you know, I've, I've made mistakes that of course, if I could go back and take them back, I would, you know, I've hurt people. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a human, right. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, and though I practice, and preach kindness there's always those slip-ups there's always those moments where like you're just you're so bogged you're so overwhelmed and you're so stressed and you just say the wrong thing and you know it can get you into hot water Mm -hmm. and you know the only thing that you can do is learn from that and you know be better and never and try not to make those mistakes again um so in that regard no I don't regret it because I learn Mm -hmm. but I do regret it because you don't ever want to you don't want to leave right. anything but a positive lasting impact right. on people um so there's you know there have definitely been times where I, I wish I could take yeah. things back and I think um like just thinking about you are doing it. so yeah, well and like even like looking at how you're doing it yeah. so as a as a podcaster as well <laughs> um and my podcast is like kind of it's like our side hustle yeah. you know it's like definitely not what I do um but it's hard it's what you're so doing hard. to sit like, and like remember and to listen and to yeah. want to just ebb and flow but to also want to go back to your yeah. questions and do it like no, smoothly good for you <laughs> I'm impressed <laughs> thank you um but thinking about like why like right now my sister and I are going through the college process yeah which like rejection is becoming Mm. something that's becoming like 
uh, not normalized, but it's it's coming up a lot because we're applying to colleges. And and we did decide we're going to University of Alabama, which this is last week. So I'm like freshly so excited about it. Thank you. Um, Did you guys, I'm sorry to interrupt you because you're going to lose this question again. But I'm wondering as twins, did you guys like have to go to the same school together? Was that something you really wanted? So we did. Like we've done everything together. And like last week, like, I mean, last year at the summer we had lived at the beach for the summer. And that was the first time we did anything separate was work at separate places. Mm. It was super weird because she would work at nighttime and I'd work during the day. So it'd be like, I was never really seeing her, but we'd FaceTime. We FaceTime literally when we're in the same house together. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) but um, we were like, we really do want to go because I think it's going to be much easier on our parents when they're dropping us off and just to be able to see each other because we're going to major in different things. So it's like, we'll have our own thing. And we want to, what does she want to major in? Um, criminal justice and criminology, cool. but minor in business. And I think, I'm going to mention this real quick. Um, yeah. She's in our school right now, they have an econ class, an economics, cl- economics class, and they start a company. Mm. And you can like base it off a certain company. And actually hers is based off your company. No way. Yeah, and that's how I think a lot of people know of your company. So it's not this the same thing, so but it's just like cool. it, they don't have words on it, but it's little bracelets. Cute. And she's like, like where our idea came from. So it's basically trying to give the students and the, like people buy these the, these products. Wow. And obviously she gives a lot of credit to you guys because when the whole oh, idea like, came. Yeah. Because uh, everybody's like, where's your bracelets from? I'm like, Kenzie, this is what you should do. You need to like this would also help like people know like little words project. Yeah. Um, but so she's going to minor in business. I think she's really, I personally think that she's going to love doing business because she's the CEO of this, like they vote oh, who's the wow. CEO. Cool. And so she's the CEO of this company. It's like p- the students buy and it's like, t- today's actually the last day you can buy, but it's like, um, that's a really cool, you project. have to like reach wow. out to your, cool and they learn all about like the business. And Kendi's like, this is so hard. I mean, just, this is just a school project. Like, I don't know how all these CEOs really do it, but it's um, so hard. But so she's doing that right now. So oh, see, she I says criminal justice. like but, that. And yeah. when I was in high school and, and I and wish I would have known that like, I think that's also the part that I struggled with, especially with college. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. I just went in and was, I was like, I knew I hated math. Like that's literally, <laughs> I knew so. I hated math and I loved to read and I, I could yeah. write really well. Like that was like my thing. Well, not really well, but I thought yeah. I could and teachers told I'm me sure I could. You could. Um, but I knew I wanted to do that side of the mm-hmm. things and just avoid the math piece. So I yeah. didn't go the business route, but I actually love business. I love yeah. problem solving. I love the, you know, going through the, the, the issues day to day and figuring mm-hmm. out how to navigate them. That's really all being a yeah. CEO is honestly, there's yeah. like no day that is not fun, but also it's not stressful. Yeah. You know, they're, they're kind of one in the two, you know, yeah, one yeah, in the yeah, same. I guess so. Um, but anyway, so I'm sorry we went off. We no, t- I totally got off no, your fine. first question. Like, there you <laughs> but go, I definitely see. want to tell you that. Like, I love she, that. Like, everyone's like, I'm like little words project guys. Like to my whole school, it's, and it's a pretty small school. I'm like guys, you need to know. And like You're everybody so loves it. But it's also good. amazing for her to get that opportunity to see. Yeah, what um, she's gonna want to do. And what well, I was saying, rejection. Yeah. Is you know becoming so normalized. I'm like, why am I getting rejected from one of my top schools, right? Right. And Alabama was always a school that I loved. So I and I knew that Mackenzie and I. That's my twin sister's name. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie and I always were like the type of people. That that could make the most out of any school that we go to. And so uh, um, I'm like, why am I not getting in? So I didn't get into University of Maryland, which was one of my top schools to Mm -hmm, go to. mm -hmm. And I struggled with it for only a little bit, like a week. But I was like, why? Like, I'm seeing all my friends. I'm so happy for them to get in. And like, why am I sitting here? Like, why? what what wasn't on the paper or what Mm. was on the paper that was like, this isn't the person to come to the school. Mm. But I talked to one of my favorite people. Her name's Amy Larkin. She... Um, told me that you won't know now. And my parents said the same thing. You won't know now why you didn't get into the yeah. schools. But everything, will, so 
with the whole college process, every little thing is to lead me to University of Alabama and lead me to wherever I am. And I don't know why yeah. right now I'm not at University of Maryland or I'm not at these other schools. But soon in the future, hopefully, I realize like, why Absolutely. that's not part of the reason. That's so, like the best advice anyone could ever give yeah. you. It's the best advice that I think exists in this world is that you might not know right now, but you will eventually. And when you do, yeah. it'll all start to make sense. And I think that that's where like all of my energy has always come from. And same thing. Yeah. I didn't get into my top school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Villanova. Yeah. Didn't get into Villanova, but I got into a handful of other schools, yeah. one of which was TCNJ, mm-hmm. which for me, same. I went, I was like, it's going to be great. Easy on my yeah. parents who were going to help me pay for it, AKA pay for it. Yeah. And it was such a uh, uh good price point because I live in New right. Jersey so it was a great like Jersey State school yeah. tuition price anyway not that your listeners are no, Jersey okay. students but you get it <laughs> yeah um in state's always better than out of state um but when it comes to uh my decision to go there I for a long time like I didn't love it yeah. you know I, I dealt with a lot of negativity there I was bullied mm-hmm. there still and I was like how am I how is this still happening to me right like yeah. how did I end up still in the same position and a part of me was like, oh, maybe it's me. But then I just also kept telling myself, like, there will be a reason for this one day. Yeah. Like, I will understand. It. And I always wanted to bring something to the world that would be about spreading that positivity mm-hmm. and kindness and rejecting what I had been experiencing my whole life. So the fact that it kept going was just more yeah. of the universe saying, don't because you need to keep yeah. going in this. You need to keep walking through this. You need to get out on the other side so that you can come back and make a difference um and it also ended up being where I met my husband and now where I have my you know why I have my baby so it all ended up happening as it should have despite the fact that I for many nights cried myself to sleep even once I got to that school so Mm. you know I think absolutely you're right yes that's a rejection and rejection is hard but it's also a part of life and I still experience rejection to this day we were gonna open a store actually in um, a location in Miami and we were rejected. They didn't let us, they, the landlord was like, no, they don't have enough of a presence. And I'm like, you go on this high and you're like, wait. I'm like, I can tell you. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't even wrap my head around that because yeah. we were doing so well at our other retail yeah. store in the city and we're doing so well, you know, as a business. Mm-hmm. And to hear someone say that, nope, you're not like good enough for yeah. our space. I was like, what? It's like, like <laughs> but it's it's good it's, it's yeah. a reality check but it's a good reality check because it yeah. keeps you on your toes it always keeps you like nimble and ready to adjust and you know life wouldn't be life if there wasn't yeah. friction right? right if there wasn't like one side versus another you know at yeah. all times so it's yeah it's like part one of, of the things that i think about is like everything that i've done like ju- like just to think about like every little thing that i've chosen to do leads yeah. me to here yeah. and like i hope you realize like like just because you were making bracelets in your parents basement led you here yeah and gives the girls like i wrote in the note gives me the dream to one day i want to be like my ultimate dream and I yeah know what you is it the i'm very interested it's like forbes and uh, you're written <sighs> by forbes right i, I did get it. a forbes article but i didn't get forbes under 30. that's one of my dreams <laughs> you're gonna get it <laughs> Thank you, you are going to or get like it. um I love looking at Fortune 500 lists, like CEOs, and so anything s- like that. But that wouldn't be my dream if I didn't have a woman like you to look up to mm, and a CEO to look up to. Wow. And, um, no pressure. And I hope you really know it. No, <laughs> no, not at all. No Everything pressure done, at all. <laughs> no, but you're, you're sweet I because love I love that. And I really want – that's what I want to be. I yeah. want to be – so have you ever heard of the um, – she's a podcaster, but she also has, like – a, a platform on Instagram. It's called To Be Magnetic. So mm. it's basically all about um, it, um, uh, what's it called? Um, calling things in, manifestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So she's all about being a manifester and a master manifester. But part of being able to manifest something, part of being able to achieve something is first believing that you can. This is also my Mm -hmm. mantra. I believe wholeheartedly that if you do not believe in yourself, no one else will. Why should they, Mm -hmm. right? And if you do not believe it's possible, it is not possible. That's just the way it goes. But part of believing in yourself and believing that it is possible is seeing someone else doing it. Mm-hmm. Like you just said. Yeah. And they're, she calls them expanders. So what you're saying is that I'm an expander for you. You and, definitely are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's all I want to be for yeah. anybody. I love that. I think that that's like the number one thing that, you know, I care about when it comes to this business mm-hmm. is that fact that I am able to inspire other women and like be that expander yeah. for the young ge- next generation because I didn't really have a ton of women to look up to mm-hmm. in that space. And also we didn't have as much access to that. Right. The right. difference now is Instagram's here, yeah. right? I, or these social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Facebook became a thing when I was in mm-hmm. high school. And it wasn't a space where you could, like, see people kind of rise in the ranks as far as, like, you know, who has influence or who, you know, mm-hmm. has a ton of followers. It wasn't like that. Yeah. So with Instagram and, you know, the start of that next wave, yes, it's also brought with it a lot more yeah. negativity, mm-hmm. right? A lot more cruelty that exists. So I, I'm glad <laughs> I, I didn't grow extreme. up with it, yeah. honestly. Um, but... It's also brought visibility to these people's lives. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can see what my day-to-day looks like. And yeah. I'm actually really trying to get my act together um, with, like, TikTok and <laughs> posting these reels yeah. of my day, a day in my life. Because yeah. I think that it's important that you see as young women that, you know, one, it, it is possible if you yeah. believe in yourself. But, two, this is what it looks like, mm-hmm. you know. Is it for you? Because it's not yeah. for everyone. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard yeah, to, one, be an entrepreneur. Two, then transition into a CEO. And, frankly, I don't even think I'm good at I'm as good at either of them as you're making me out to be. <laughs> no, I... I'm just trying. And yeah. I'm 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 trying to also be as honest along the journey as yeah. I possibly can. And that's all we can ask of any of our mm-hmm. expanders, right? It's like let us see their real stuff. Yeah. So hopefully I, I'm you doing are, an okay job. You're doing of an that. amazing job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but like when coming into here and like when I first DM'd you, yeah. and you never know, like I when I ever when I ever reach out, like I that's my, one of my things that I like really try to stick with myself is like don't be scared to reach out to these people because like if I was scared to reach out to you I wouldn't have this opportunity that I have today right but I never knew I was going to get back I was like I don't know if she has I thought you did your Instagram because everything seems so like vulnerable and authentic and raw and like I really could see your actual life and how it was rather than some other Instagrams it's like I can kind of tell that maybe someone's running it for them Mm, but when I reached out to you I was like I don't know like I'm nervous like should I send it on DM like I don't know if I should email like a work email and I sent it to you and you responded I want to say it was like 30 minutes was quick because I literally saw it come down in my notifications and I was like (gasps) I had to take a minute but everything was so authentic like when I came in here today I was so nervous like I can I had to take we went to Starbucks this morning I was like I gotta take a second mom because my mom's outside waiting what and she's I'm gonna tell her to come in when she's outside waiting (laughs) well she might be at Starbucks again but I don't know come in here (laughs) oh my god Madison no I don't think she's outside waiting right now but she was like you do your own thing right now and so she said I'm gonna go around okay okay. no she's definitely not out I don't want to seem like no no you're put your mom outside in the car no 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 but this is your thing but that's but this is this is the point about you that is just so incredible and genuine like you are just uh, just your your energy is Thank so you. good your Thank aura you. is incredible Thank and you. you're you can just tell how authentic and genuine you are and Thank I you. heard that through the phone like literally I heard it through yeah. the comment the, the dm like I half want to pull it up to read it to everybody because yeah. that is what yeah. got you here it's not just your fear of not doing it it was mm-hmm. 
how genuine you were. And right. that's, it's, it's, it's so important. Yeah. So I won't interrupt because I yeah. can derail. No, you're fine. Um, but guys, but, okay, just so let you know, my mom is not at, she's probably at Starbucks, guys. So I your mom's like sitting, waiting, twiddling her thumbs. Um, no, it's fine. But I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew I was going to do that. No, uh, this is like the problem all the time. I'm like, okay, so you were saying, this. mom, I have, I, I need to, I need to take a breather. Oh, I need to take you, a breather. You, yes. I'm so nervous. Like, I don't know. Like, I always knew that you were going to be like 10 times better than I ever expected. And you are. Oh my gosh. I just want to let you know, because like these, like I really I'm am having thankful. imposter syndrome. No. I need to take a breather no. myself. No. <laughs> What's but, happening? Um, but I was like, "Mom, I need to take a breather because I'm so nervous." And it went, the second I walked in here, like I wanted to ask you a question about this. Your workers, everyone's face was just like, and I was like, "Hi, I'm Madison." And they were just when I went on the tour around the office, everybody was just like, "Hi," and then they were like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "Pod, it's podcast day." Yes, <laughs> I was like so excited, but. When you are hiring people, how do you decide? Because, like, now you – what is your team? How many people do you have About in your team? About 30, 30, 30. full-time. So how – and is a lot of it women? Yes. It? It's mostly women with the exception yeah. of my husband, one of my other team members' husbands, yeah. and our best friend from yeah. college. And Ford. <laughs> and Ford. Ford. Can't, yeah. Ford. Can't forget <laughs> the baby. <laughs> um, but how did you decide, like, which person and how they were going to, you know – help your team and really be a benefit to your team? How did you decide on all of you're, that? You're, you're asking such great questions because these are all like the hardest parts yeah. of, of growing a business and be, being a CEO and like going from being an entrepreneur, a person with an idea to being mm. a person who has to like run a business. And at the end of the day, it was a matter of finding the right people. Mm -hmm. And also when you found the wrong people, knowing how to move away from them. Yeah. And that's been the single hardest part mm -hmm. of running this show. It's truly been like people problems the bigger the company, the bigger the problem, right? So yeah. as we've grown and there's been more and more people, that's more and more opinions. And let's, it's not lost on me that yeah. I, you know, reject this concept of women, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. because I feel like women can just be ugly to one another. Yeah. And I employ pretty much all women. And it is very much so a journey to be able to communicate well, kindly, mm -hmm. um, be constantly kind of, unlearning everything we've learned growing mm -hmm. up that even it was if it was subconscious unlearning the, the need to compete unlearning the need to be the smartest person in the room and you know kind of the, the backhanded things that s can sometimes take place amongst girls right it's like mm -hmm. how do you bond sometimes it's by putting down someone else with yeah. someone else right so it's like me and you talking about the new girl yeah we really like I have a zero tolerance policy for that of course because of everything that we've yeah. gone through but it doesn't mean that it doesn't still sometimes happen under my nose or yeah. that I don't sometimes accidentally engage in something that I don't mean to engage yeah. in and it, it, it's it's just that's been part of like the hardest part and I say all that because it's kind of how it's informed how we've grown mm -hmm. and so like you know I'll bring it so my first hire here the longest hire here is Mariah so mm -hmm. she's been here for five years anyone that I had between then you know between eight years ago when I started and five years ago so those first three years mm -hmm. they didn't kind of end up sticking around yeah. so whether it was they went back to school or they just it, they weren't the right fit or they just couldn't kind of not hack it but Again, yeah. startup world is not for everyone because yeah. it's a lot of millions of hats and late hours. It's imagine. difficult. Yeah. yeah. So Mariah's been here the longest. Um, she found us on Instagram. And then from there, it's been, you know, I had relatives that have come and helped. Um, you know, then um, it has been kind of like a 
a domino effect since then. So one person knows someone who's been in the industry and they bring them in. And then that person leaves, but that person brings in someone they know. And we've just curated it from there. Um, As far as knowing who and what type of role I needed to fill next, it was always in the beginning, it was just hands, Mm -hmm. help, people that can come in and help literally, whether it was making a bracelet or packing a box or going to a trade show or just you know, sweeping a floor, like anything we would need, we all were willing to do. Um, And then I knew that I needed to hire new people when I could, when the people we had could no longer do it Mm -hmm. without some extra help. Mm -hmm. So we'd start to experience that and then it would be very organic where we'd be like, oh, okay, we need someone else for this event or we need someone else. And then they'd stay. And that's kind of how it grew. Um, It wasn't until the past really year, year and a half that I started strategically hiring for roles that were like higher level, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, any of our, you know, leads, we call them, but they're pretty much our VP levels, you know, come with actual experience. They're not just girls who want to help and and learn. Um, But it's also led to more problems, right? Of Mm -hmm. making sure that we're now teaching tiered people, like once it becomes more hierarchical and more of a tiered system and less of like, we're all in this together, you have to like, manage managers and how they're leading and making sure that your message is getting all the way down to whomever just started Mm -hmm. or like that the intern knows our principles and there's just so many pieces to it that I don't even know how I'm answering your question you can tell this is the part that I'm like it's the most draining piece because (laughs) you know you really want to you want to do right by people you want to practice what you preach but sometimes you know people make things hard so and like everything like when I said like I came in everyone was just so uh, like how I would have imagined everyone was so friendly and so kind of one of my favorite rooms I hope I can say this yeah one of my favorite rooms in your (laughs) office was um when there are girls and they're making the bracelets yep Mm -hmm. because it shows like the bracelets that I wear are coming from people that are making people that are making them yeah and it comes with so much meaning that this is just more like I told you this bracelet has a story every bracelet that I wear has a story and I want to ask you Mm -hmm. because you are impacting the world one bracelet at a time. I love. I love saying that. I feel like it's so cool. It's <laughs> so sweet. Um, but when did you first see, or was it there was a first instance or moment that you really saw the impact you were making on your community? Oh, that's a good question. I think um, it really started in those first few years. I, I think it was my first street fair where someone drove from like two hours away to come. They had oh seen God. us on Instagram yeah. and they had purchased a bracelet and they wanted to get more in person and they wanted to tell me about how the bracelet has already affected them. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a, a young girl like you. Oh, that's awesome. Her and her friend. Um, and they gave that, they told me that story and I, it was like my first experience realizing like, wow, this is like affecting people, yeah. you know? And Mariah and I always joke, we say it's plastic on a string, yeah. right? It, and that's really what yeah. it is. I mean, not all of it is plastic. Some yeah. of glass yeah, beads, yeah. you got crystals, you got good stuff, but the letters <laughs> are acrylic plastic. So that's just what it is, unfortunately. But we joke about it and we we sometimes do that because it like distills it down to this like very simple concept of what it is but it is so much more than that and I think that's not only is partially a testament to like you know the marketing piece and how 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 well we're able to tell the story but also it's a testament to the community yeah and the fact that people are ascribing meaning to these bracelets Mm -hmm. you say every single one of your bracelets has a story meaning that 
when you're thinking about who you're going to give it to, yeah. you're like intentionally thinking about, okay, this yeah. one, I can't do this one yet. I'm not ready. I, okay, I can yeah. maybe do this one. They honestly really need this one and they need it more that's than exactly me. That's so exactly what I'm going to do. That's exactly what I think about it. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, that's the process. And yeah. that's how I do it too. I'll look down at my yeah. wrist. I'll sometimes be out and I'm like, ooh, I'm sorry. None of these can yeah. go. I can't, like, I can't pass how... <laughs> anything on right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. But hopefully I meet you again in life yeah. and I will pass on whatever I have done. But sometimes you almost have to wear one that's just like can be given because otherwise you'll never give them up. And People say that, but anyway, long story short, my first experience hearing of people's experience with them and knowing how much they've affected them really, you know, that first experience was what told me I had something special. Um, And ever since then, anytime I hear a story, anytime we read a registration, anytime we, you know, think about what this brand is to people, it blows my mind. Like even yeah. this moment right now is going to mm-hmm. absolutely, I'll never forget it. I really won't. Like, it'll be five Aww. years from now and someone's going to be like, at what point did you realize like you actually had, you know, grown significantly enough to have, and I'm like, literally when this one girl, Madison, like, came in and like blew up my head. I love that. I love that. I'll tell you a story. So when Please. I was walking in and I was getting the tour, people were asking me, or your assistant was asking me, what is your favorite word? Because I saw the wall of bracelets and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, if I had heaven, this is heaven. <laughs> I'm like, my friends are literally like, you should take it up to your arm. And I'm like, I want to take it up to my elbow, but I'll keep the little thumb on. so cute. But so in October, so I'm 17. Okay. In October, um, I ran Chicago Marathon with my wow. dad. Wow. And oh I was very God. new to running. My dad what? was... <laughs> You are a unicorn. Thank you. Are you kidding? But you ran a marathon already? Yes. It was, you're, it was tough. But you're going to be on Forbes second. under 20, girl. <laughs> you have like three years Thank before you. you're ready. Like, I'm so Thank blown you. away by you. Wow. And this kind of goes back to some of the things that we talked about. Like, when I ran it, um, I got a bracelet, and it says badass on it. Love that. Because I need to – it was – I got it after. But after running it, the week after, I wasn't – I didn't feel, like, right. I thought I was going to feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm like – I feel amazing right I now. Like I do, right. do anything. And that's how I felt like the day after. And then I started to think was like, wow, like all this work I put in, mm. it's done. Like, what do I do now? Like I, for months, for months I've been putting, every day was about running. Every day was about making sure that mentally, cause like sometimes I had to take breaks because mm-hmm. mentally it got to such an unhealthy place. And I'm like, if I don't totally. run, then I'm going to be like beating myself up about it. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to be the best person I can be. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to a couple of other points that we talked about. Like if I would take back anything, like, all the things, all the mistakes, all the challenges that I came across during that process, I would not take nothing back. I wouldn't take a yeah. day back. I wouldn't so change, edit anything because I learned so much. But the bracelet just reminded me, and it, this is what I was going to say, going into the week after, and I was telling like some of my teachers at school, I was like, because um, I'm close with like, a couple of different teachers, I've really made a big impact, and hopefully one day they'll be on my podcast. But um, <laughs> I was sure. like, something doesn't feel right. Like I I'm almost, because some people, you know, you're not going to get the best reactions from everybody. Some girls thought I was, you know, too much. Some girls thought that I was just, like, trying to brag. You know, I had comments here and there about it. And um, I was almost got to this point where I was, like, embarrassed, mm. right, to talk about the marathon, to say that I ran a marathon, because I didn't want to seem like I was an overachiever. But I did achieve it, right? And I don't think that's a bad thing sometimes, because no. it was such a big accomplishment. I want to say it. I looked at all, like, tried to look through all the ages. I was, I want to say 17 was, like, the youngest age. I didn't see anyone else that was 17. But I can't say that I was the youngest, but I want to think that I was the youngest out there. Um, but your bracelet, like, I don't know if I'll ever get this bracelet. Maybe mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. Not right okay. now. You can't. That's not okay. right now. This one I can't. You're only supposed to give it up when you no longer <laughs> yeah. need it or you think someone else needs um, it. Absolutely. I'm probably giving it up. But <laughs> this bracelet, <laughs> not, just not yet. But, um, 
but this bracelet really helped me just when I would look down at my wrist and like whether it's in school and I'm writing something I just see it glance through my eye and mm-hmm. I remember you know I did that so like taking a test all these things become easy because I put myself through one of the hardest that was yep. one of the most life-changing things I've ever done one of the hardest experience the hardest experience that I went through that like the bracelet just reminds me so like Again, like I hope you realize your impact because this Thank bracelet you. has so much. Like when just when it glances my eye, like I say that when I just like am doing something because I wear these are my bracelets, I, yeah. everyday bracelets. I never change it up. Yeah, but I love that. I um, this bracelet means so much to me, and all of them do. You know, I have like matching ones with my twin sisters. So if like we were to go to different colleges, or if we're not in the right, like in the same Inverse, space, yeah, I can always remember that, that this is her. Yeah, and um, but yeah. So each bracelet, and I want to ask you this: where my question was coming in, okay. what brace, what word, or what bracelet? is your bracelet that you live by. You okay, think? I'm gonna answer that, but first I wanna touch on something yeah. that you just said because I I just like, this is also my, this, I'm an unsolicited advice giver, <laughs> which is why no one should ever give me a microphone. But <laughs> you, yeah. I think, are so incredible. Thank and you. I've said really that now so that. many times. No, I, every whole, time. I can't wait I'm to like, gonna I, you're gonna be my little this. mentee. <laughs> I'm gonna keep you in my pocket forever. <laughs> Because I just love you. But what I will say to you, and I just heard it in how you yeah. kind of, even even when you're speaking, right? Like yeah. you kind of sometimes double down and you're like, wait, I just want to explain why I was thinking that. Yeah. It seems like you put so much energy and thought mm-hmm. into, you know, how you're going to not necessarily be perceived because yeah. I do think that we all work have to work through like mm-hmm. not caring what people think yeah. and just like owning it Such and living through thing. it. But yeah. it's so hard and mm-hmm. I know that. And I think I, I can only say this from my position yeah. now, you know, twice your age and having gone through so much difficulty throughout my life as far as the bullying and actively knowing what people think of me. Yeah. We're not supposed to know what other people think of us. We're just not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But because of the nature of being bullied and then also now cyber yeah. crap that, you know, whatever you said, yeah. you got a few comments yeah. or like that needs to be tossed so far off mm-hmm. the nearest bridge. You need to not have any insight into what people think of you. And if you do, you need to flex the muscle of trying not to worry well, about it. You can care. Yeah. You can think about it. But you can't let it worry you. You can't let it spiral you. You can't let it prevent you from what it is that you want to achieve or who you are or what you think of yourself. And that's the other piece I wanted to touch on. When you said sometimes I, you know, I don't want to, you know, like seem like I'm bragging and I don't want to like talk about it because I mean, it's like, yes, I achieved it. But like, and sometimes that's okay. Like you kind of said that. And I'm like, yes, it's okay. (laughs) Because if you do not, then who will? Yeah. If you're not going to celebrate yourself, if you're not going to talk positively about yourself, if you're not going to believe you're the best person in the room, then why would anybody else? Yeah. I am borderline cocky. <laughs> like I'm so confident it's borderline. I think inside of you, I'm it's scared. borderline cocky. But I, as long as you're yeah. also humble when it counts, yeah. because like it doesn't. I think the world of myself. I think yeah. I'm. I think I'm freaking amazing. And my mother. I love it. Is that way? My mom is yeah. a Mexican immigrant. Yeah. Came from absolutely nothing and is an incredibly like. Was, has beyond blown me away in her life journey to where she is to this day and, and, you know, how she's, what she's built for herself. So she has taught me that exact principle that you can be whatever you want to be, right? And this leads into my, my word. But you have to believe in yourself first and you have to love yourself and you should look in the mirror every single morning. My mom looks in the mirror still to this day. She's almost 60 years old, looks in the mirror and says, I I am awesome. I love it. Every morning she starts with, I am awesome. And she believes it about herself too, you know, and maybe that rubs people the wrong way sometimes, but whatever, c'est la vie. We can't please them all Mm -hmm. and you won't please them all because no matter how great you are, no matter how much you achieve, no matter how much good you do for others, you're always going to be talked about, especially, in fact, how 
depending on how big you become Mm -hmm. and how much you do and how much you achieve. That is when you actually get talked about more. So the only thing you can do is ignore it. Look at it. Take Mm -hmm. it in if you must. Sit with it. Journal about it. Talk to your therapist about it. Whatever it is you need to do. But don't let it determine who you are, who you become, and what you are -hmm. willing to go after. Because this is my word. Long segue. Believe. Mm -hmm. Believe is far and away my favorite word. I pretty much always have it on. It's my Anytime I have to make a sample, I make the sample and I put the word believe because I want to wear the sample and I want (laughs) to wear the word believe. It is the number one word that you need to have ingrained into your heart and soul. And it's because I truly believe that if you don't believe in yourself and if you're not able to trust, that's another great word, trust and believe. I also wear that one. If you're not able to trust that, you know, things will work out as they should and you're not able to like genuinely put that in your mind, put it in the universe, put it out there. And if you're not willing to talk about it because you believe in it so much, then it's not going to happen. And that's just, that's that's just the reality of it. Of course. And you know, like growing up, like when I was doing this podcast, like I said, like for a while I was getting like, like just like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. And so like before coming in here, my mom's like, I hope you know that like girls your age because my sister is one of those um like she got student of the year last year i believe for leukemia and lymphoma society okay so she was gonna do this podcast with me but she does her own little thing she's like i think raised maybe close right now to fifty thousand dollars for leukemia and lymphoma society and my mom just i need to meet your mother i can't wait for her to come (laughs) inside oh my god Um, she is like i want you guys to know that you know girls your age aren't doing this type of stuff and i know that you know i know when i was running the marathon and i know when i got all this backlash i'm like all these girls that are saying this aren't doing things like yep. I'm doing. And nobody started a po- no one's starting a podcast, which I love. I feel like I need to tell everybody, like, this is great. Maybe if you want to do that, do it. Like, right? Yep. But just to, like, remind myself, and I love the advice you gave me. And I will literally replay that all the time. <laughs> You're so cute. But, like, just growing up, like, it, it, you know, you as you grow yeah. up, it's so hard. But just remembering that, like, I'm only 17, and yet here I am interviewing somebody and putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fear of, like, judgment is, like, always in the back of my head. Like, what is, yeah. someone, what is this person thinking? Are they going to think I'm cocky, like, when I bring up the marathon? Like, no. Like oh, my God, yeah. no. And you know what? The right people won't. The yeah. people who matter – what's that – my quote that I love? It's not my quote, but it's a quote that I love. It's the people who mind don't matter, and the people who matter won't mind. And it really is like the ones who have something negative to say, they don't matter. And guess what? In 10 years, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I actually knew Madison back in high school. That's what I'm, that's my. That's, that's going to be what they say. Do you, are you kidding? I would be, I would love to be a fly on the wall in some of the conversations of my haters. I really would. Because I mean, I know for a fact that there are people out there who cannot wrap their head around what we have built thus far. And I'm sure it gets them a little bit. And you know what? That, (laughs) Yeah. Fine by me. <laughs> sorry, you shouldn't have been such an asshole. Yeah. Like, you know, but again, people yeah. grow, people change. I probably shouldn't curse yeah. on this. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but that's my point. Like, it gets yeah. me riled up because it is so, it's so standard for people to have something to say. When you're ahead of somebody, right, when mm-hmm. you're out in front, and, and, and not to say that we're all, that it's a competition yeah. because it's not, but people naturally, that's just life, right? There's yep. the rising tide. Right. There's ships in, in, in water. You buoy. You go up and down, up and down. There are moments where I'm at my lowest and other people that maybe aren't business owners are feeling at their highest. And it yeah. doesn't matter what they've achieved. It just matters how they feel because that's what's real. Mm-hmm. Right. Perception is reality. So how do you feel in this moment? I could be the richest woman in the world, which I'm not, but I could be the highest powered C- CEO yeah. again, which I'm not. But I, if I'm not happy, yeah. then what's the point? Mm-hmm. I'd rather be happy. 
right? Yeah. So as long as the, whatever you're doing is lighting you up, then what people have to say about it doesn't matter. Right. And nor is it any of your business mm -hmm. because let them have their moment. Let them be un unhappy yeah. where they are because that's what it means. They're yeah. unhappy. And that's why they have to kind of take you down. So if right. you're here, if, if you're able to be talked about, it's because you're, you're kind of just out of reach of them. They're trying to grab you back. So that's where that backlash kind yeah. of starts to come and from. And as, like, you say, like, you deal with, like, and I'm probably, I'm not going to, like, put words in your mouth, but you're probably still dealing with things like this. Yeah. Today. Oh, yeah. But I just, like, when th that happens with me, I think about all the people that I've impacted. When I put my first podcast out there, I mean, like, it's going to be nice to, like, listen back, like, years from now. Hopefully I'm still doing this. Years from now and listen to that first podcast yeah. to see how, where I've grown. But the amount of comments that I got from close friends that I maybe I haven't talked to in a while and realized how that one podcast impacted them, like, really saw that maybe mm -hmm. I'm going through the same thing that they're going through mm -hmm. is, like, the reason I'm not doing this whole thing. So I'm not going to let one word and, you know, exactly. one word, one person, one comment, one rating yep. on the podcast stop me from doing what I'm doing because I know that I'm making an impact and I want to make an impact. And that's, like, my whole goal, goal with doing this. Yeah, so, and you are. And even you. if it's just at the smallest level, and I think that's what's so beautiful, too, about, like, the concept of this bracelet, yeah. right? It's so small. It's so simple. It might only impact one person in that moment. But it then has the power to impact another and then impact another. So you might only be impacting, you know, whatever the first few people that reached out yeah. to you, right? If Even if you never did another podcast episode again, you did your job. You impacted yeah. those three people. And because of what you taught them, they're going to be impacting others. And then once that happens, yeah. they impact others. So even if at the end of the day, you never did another thing again, you've already impacted so many. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I would caution you um, just again, you know, me out here with the all this advice against putting too much pressure on yourself to ma actually make an impact because ultimately you're going to make impact along the way without even realizing you know you're going to say something kind you're going to you're going to be the light of someone's day that you don't even realize you've done and that's okay too right yeah. so don't put too much pressure to actually have that be the end goal just enjoy the process mm -hmm. enjoy the journey enjoy learning and meeting from people and you know and I understand why you ha say that because yeah. you're an ambitious young woman like Thank you're you. absolutely looking at your future and you you it sounds almost like you have this feeling of like m maybe not a time clock but yeah. you know you're you're conscientious of you know your age against what you're doing mm -hmm. and it's very insightful. It's very smart. I mean, you, you can tell you're such an intelligent person. But sometimes the smartest ones end up with yeah. the most kind of mental turmoil, right? Because yeah. we're constantly sitting and thinking, you know, not to say that I'm one of the smartest yeah. ones, but I am, I'm a lot like yeah. you, right? And you're, we're always sitting and thinking like, oh, my God, how am I going to, yeah. you know, get past, um, you know, how am I going to achieve what I want to achieve in the time I want to achieve it? And when I didn't get Forbes under 30, that second, that final year, I was like, it didn't, nothing happened, right? Yeah. Like, I wasn't like devastated because I, mm -hmm. I was so busy I couldn't be devastated I couldn't even be worried about it because yeah. I was doing the thing that I wanted okay. them to recognize yeah. me for so whatever yeah I missed it okay I'm 32 yeah. does it still like <laughs> grind my gears when you bring it up like you Forbes like they're always but I, I you know yeah. I luckily I, I was able to get an article but even if I hadn't gotten that yeah I'm still here I'm still here to tell the story yeah I still got to have my beautiful baby. Yes. I still focus on the things that I love most, and I'm, yep. I'm still driving change and impact in my own community. And as long as you feel, like, okay with what you're doing, even at that small level, that's incredible too, right? Yeah. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. And anyone listening, you know, don't ever put too much pressure on yourself. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Remember to have fun. My husband and I were just saying this the other day, like – this past week has been hard you know it's been hard with mm -hmm. a lot of the the you know just moving to this office and the dust is settling and yeah. everyone's working together again I'm coming back to work I've been out I've been working from home for 11 months okay. I'm finally just now back yeah. and we've been like stressed and he and I like said to each other like 
we have to remember this is supposed to be fun. fun. Like he quit his finance career six months ago and moved wow. to uh, you know work here yeah. as a COO of his wife's jewelry company and never did it feel <laughs> I'm sure feasible. He loves it. Yeah, it was always something we were yeah. like, this would be cool. You know, as I was beating in all of our different apartments until our house. You know, mm -hmm. it's moved. He's grown with it. Yeah. But we never thought it would be feasible. And now that it is, it's like, this was the dream. Mm -hmm. And we're living in it. Yeah. So we have to remember that. And we have to always enjoy each moment as it comes and never put that too much pressure on ourselves. Because, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it it will never be what you anticipate in your head. Kind of like what you said about the, 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 yeah. the marathon, right? After that week, you're like, why don't I feel like this changed my life? Yeah. That's so normal. Yeah. What an experience. What a life lesson you learned I look back and change there. my life, but like that moment. In that moment, you're yeah. like, so that's why it's like you just never want to build the moment up too much, right? Yeah. Antis anticipation anticipation is always greater than realization. Yeah. So you just always want to be mindful of that. And, you know, don't set yourself up for disappointment. Be proud of yourself for even running one. I'm like yeah. beyond impressed with you for running. I gave birth <laughs> and I, ca I can't run. In my head, I can't run a marathon. But I went through that nightmare. <laughs> so trust me, like you, you are incredible. And I think you just have to always remind that yourself of that. I think you could benefit from like every morning saying, I am incredible. Yeah. I'm going to now. I am to. awesome, yeah. just like my mother. I and I am going to achieve all that I want to achieve, but I'm going to have fun while doing it. Yeah. Okay, so final question. Okay. And I also think that's great, though, to think that, like, my dad talks a lot about if work isn't fun, then, like, why are we doing it? So mm. he tries to make, like, I know my dad is very outgoing, he's much like me, but he's, like, very, um, he reminds us that, like, when you're older, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Just know that, you know, if you're going to make, if it's making you happy, if it's, are you having fun with it? I are you knowing that. that you're making your impact? Your parents need to write a perfect. book. <laughs> your parents truly need to write, like, to... How to Raise Your Children book. Like, Thank legit, you. I will read that Thank because you, oh you are Thank incredible. You. I hope my son Thank is you. like you one day. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, the biggest thing. Oh, my you. gosh. Thank seriously. You. I'm just, like, so impressed. Um, but my last question Kay. is to my listeners and to those girls that are struggling with bullying, struggling with, struggling with self-confidence, struggling with finding themselves and their worth, mm -hmm. what would you say to them? It gets better, yeah. and if you're in it right now, I, I'd say listen to this episode over and over again. I mean, yeah. you asked some incredible, insightful questions, and I think it's one of my favorite podcasts I've ever been on, Thank just you. so you know. Thank and I you. think that the story that we we, we told here mm -hmm. is one that all young girls and maybe young boys, too, mm -hmm. can relate to. And it's just, you know, we hit on a couple of things that I would say to them, right? Don't let what other people think affect whether or not you're going to try something. And when you do try that thing, believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to get there. Mm -hmm. And along the way, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, and understand that even though you might be going through something difficult right mm -hmm. now, at some point in time, it will make sense. It might not make it better right mm -hmm. now, but at some point, you will be able to look back and understand it. And I think if nothing else, that should provide you with the solace and the 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 just the confidence that you're on a path that you should be on and you might need to be the girl that's going through this difficulty because it's going to change the lives of those around you one day somehow some way mm -hmm. even if it's just by showing how resilient you were and someone saw how resilient you were so now they know that they can get through it too we're all impacting one another we're all interwoven as people and especially as women and I think we could all benefit from knowing that it's not 
going to ever benefit you to be unkind to the person to the right or left of you you know you can have opinions you can talk about them honestly in in your in your quiet moments of solitude you know you can think about them you can journal about them and maybe you have to have those moments where you and your friend just vent about what someone said to you or how someone is or whatever but as long as you make others feel good as long as you're impactful to their face in a way that makes them feel okay and feel better and you're kind you lead with the kindness Mm -hmm. You just never know what doors will open up for you in the future. You never know how you're impacting that person now. That's going to lead to five years down the line, they tell you, oh, you know, actually my friend knows how to make websites and they can help you do it for half the cost. You know, now it's like, oh, wow, glad I was nice to you five years ago. You know, glad that you have such a positive experience with me that you want to help me now. And that just keeps happening through life, right? So the more good positivity you put out there the more it comes back to you and along the way you just really have to trust that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing you're experiencing what you're supposed to be experiencing and what other people think of you really does not matter yeah I can't tell you I can't even tell you how little I care about the opinions that they had of me Mm -hmm. in fact I'm grateful it happened because I would never have thought to start this business if I didn't go through that Mm -hmm. right and it builds character when you got to go through some (laughs) difficult shit sorry (laughs) but it does it It makes you into who you are and life would be boring if we were all just like perfectly fine and never had friction you know it's that's that's what it's all about yeah Okay, well, thank you so much Madison, for joining so us. So good. So I like perfect. can't wait to like take clips from this. Like this thank was like you. this is like we thank had some you. gems. We did. I'm we really did. excited. I'm excited to go back to my good class for and be you. like guys. You're gonna have guys, to listen we need to this assembly. One. We need to all. Everyone needs to listen. This needs to be a <laughs> whole so thing. Insightful. I love that. Just tell us where everyone can find you. Yeah. Okay. So you can find me. I'm sure you already know because yeah. of Madison <laughs> screaming it from the rooftops. Yes. But at Little Words Project on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, um, TikTok, actually. We are on TikTok. It's really cute it. videos. Um, and then you can find, you can go to we- the website, littlewordsproject.com mm-hmm. um, to shop. And also we're sold in Nordstrom and a bunch of other retailers nationwide. Um, and then you can find me personally at Adriana Carrig, A-D-R-I-A-N-A-C-A-R-R-I-G, on Instagram and also TikTok, uh, building that up, um, and find other kind of like business tips and just you know, if you're ever needing um, or going through something difficult, to, difficult, yeah. I always, I really do try to be as responsive as possible, especially to anyone who is asking for advice or help. So you can always yeah. either email me, um, which you can find in my bio of my of my Instagram, or you can DM me, um, and I'd be happy to help walk yeah. you through whatever it is you're going through because I've been there, and it's yeah. it can seem really dark yeah and go listen to our podcast it's amazing oh yeah glow like, through it oh my god i forgot about the podcast yes glow uh, it's through not it. as good as this one so don't no, don't get your hopes up <laughs> you're so <laughs> sweet um well thank you everybody for listening today smile today have a great day and i'm so excited and i hope you love this bye